If you really struggle at times to differentiate between a genuine intuitive gut feeling and logic, this is the episode for you. I'll share with you my three tips to cultivate your intuition so that you can let go of indecisiveness and really claim your yes and your no. Welcome to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder, and I'm a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health and menstruation. Let's get started. Hi, beautiful friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Before I dive into all this juiciness around intuition and learning how to trust your gut, I want to invite you to a workshop I'm leading in just a couple days. Every once in a blue moon, I get to lead an incredible free live workshop where hundreds, if not thousands of women join me live and we demystify periods, hormones, and I provide some epic value in a 60 minute workshop. The link is in the show notes right now to save your spot. It is held live on June 13th. So when I say run, don't walk, (laughs) I literally mean it. So link in the show notes, save your spot right now. Pause this. Go to the show notes, put your name and email in, that way you don't miss it. I've only opened up a thousand spots and I know these are gonna be gone within two or three days. So I can't wait to see you there. These workshops are really special. The energy there is amazing. And just seeing how many women are really devoted to supporting themselves and nourishing their health is astounding. If you're there live too, you'll also get first access and hundreds of dollars in bonuses for period reboot. So if that was already on your radar, yeah, you wanna be there. All right, well, let's start talking about intuition, especially now that I'm sure your intuition is vibrating right now saying, "Whoa, a free workshop, what period reboot? (laughs) But really that's how it works, friends. We are magnetized to the things we are meant to do. Intuition is such a beautiful subject. I did a podcast about intuition probably like two years ago. Friends, can you believe I've had this podcast for two and a half years? That's so wild. Some of you are OG and you've been listening from the beginning and some of you find me and like start at the beginning and move all the way forward. And that's so beautiful to me. But I haven't talked about intuition in a long time. And intuition is probably the most powerful sense we have as humans. And yet it is also the sense that is the most ground out of us from such an early age. Whenever people ask me, what does an embodied woman look like? My answer is always the same. It is a five or six year old little girl. They are saucy and they are very, very clear on what they want and what they don't want. Their yes is powerful and their no is very powerful. These young women know themselves very well because they've not yet had that intuition removed from them. It seems like around the age of eight, nine, 10, that's usually when we see that intuition really fade where Maybe it's school, maybe it's culture, maybe it's a lot of different things. We see logic really celebrated and we're really put down for being intuitive or emotional because that's girly and that's weak. You know, all those fun, (laughs) messed up things that we believe from such an early age. So the simple truth is if you feel like your intuition is not very strong or you feel like it's almost impossible for you to feel safe enough to trust it, you are so not alone and nothing is wrong with you In fact, really everything sets us up to be this way, which is why most of us can think back on many instances in our lives and think about the moments where intuition really, really could have helped. (laughs) Where maybe in dating or in job scenarios, we saw red flags, we knew things were wrong, but we logically said, 
it, it'll be fine, right? Things will work itself out. I know this person is totally super, you know, creepy or has really weird energy, or I know this person is really taking advantage of me, or I know blank, yet we stuck with it. We tried to just do what we thought was the right thing. And then as they say, hindsight's 2020. we look back and we think, damn, <laughs> I really, really could have been spared had I just known how to trust what my gut was trying to tell me. A lot of people struggle to listen to their intuition because they say it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make any logical sense to take a different route home or to call someone you haven't talked to in a decade. But that's really the point of intuition. It's never going to make sense. It's a total different system than logic. It is an, it is really, I guess the best way to describe it, your own innate knowing. We can all think of instances in our lives when our intuition really served us. We can all think of moments when we didn't listen to our intuition and we definitely had some sort of repercussion from that. If you've never done this, it would be really powerful as soon as this podcast is done to reflect on two or three times in your life when you did listen to your intuition and what that did. So maybe you really have to think back to when you were five or six years old, you you know, knew you were supposed to walk home a certain way, you had a weird feeling about it, so you took a different way home. And then maybe you found out there was someone driving around in a van trying to entice a child into their car or something. What a powerful moment that is to see, wow, you know, I was five or six. I did not think about such big things as that. And yet my intuition was saying, go a different way. Or maybe you can think of times as an adult when you really took a leap of faith and it made no sense at the time and people thought you were nuts, but you did it anyway. As I was starting to think about this episode today, I was thinking about my own examples, I guess, of trusting my intuition. And I have so many, so many stories of times that it totally was really lacking better words, crazy what I was doing by trusting my intuition. It didn't make sense to anyone. People thought I was losing it, having a really early midlife crisis, but I had to do it. It was what felt right. Those of you that have been here for a long time remember my stories of, say, going to Costa Rica at an, an early age, just knowing that I was meant to be there and there was something for me there. And I didn't have the money really to go there. I was struggling to get time off to go. I didn't know anyone in Costa Rica. My geography of Costa Rica was really hazy to say the least. I had no logical reasoning as to why I just booked this flight and this two week trip to this country. And yet I just knew I needed to go there. And if you've listened to one of those early, early podcast episodes about my story, you know that that trip changed the trajectory of my life. Without that trip, I don't think I would be talking to you on this podcast right now in this moment. There have been so many times I've been dating and had my intuition really clearly tell me this person's not safe. This person, you know, they seem great on paper. They're wonderful, but there is something here. There's something you need to get away from. And of course, again, it was always right. Even in instances a few years ago, I was working at a local yoga studio where I live and um, the person that owned this studio had a really, really yucky feeling, I guess would be the best way to describe it. But many of us working there were women and so we really struggled to understand why this kind, gregarious man 
who on a logical sense was really appealing and really fun to work with, was giving all of us such a yucky, scary energy within. And then very tragically, we found out why. He was accused of doing horrendous things to women in that yoga studio. And all of us were shook to our core to realize, oh my God, intuitively, we all knew this person was a predator. But on the outside, he was so jolly and happy and, you know, quote, wonderful. But it really cemented that idea of intuition for me. You knew at your core, he was a predator, but you talked yourself out of it. So heartbreaking. Anyway, I'm really rambling (laughs) at this point. I've got so many stories of wild, intuitive moments. Um, And I'm sure you do too, because being intuitive is your nature. It is within you. It is not outside of you. It is not something you have to gain or something you have to find. It is something you just have to feed the fire with. Just like a fire that's burnt out. You can't just sit there and be like, how dare you burn out? How dare you not be warm? You have to rekindle the fire. You have to lovingly put the wood and the paper back in. You have to lovingly light the fire. And then you got to keep feeding the fire. That's really, really, really important. It's not outside of you. We just got to fan the flames that are already within you with your intuition. So if you're ready to cultivate your intuition and know what a yes really feels like, I've got a few tips for you here today. I was really intentional when I added that point to the title here, knowing what yes feels like, because a lot of people who lack intuition also struggle with indecisiveness. And I know we all have our version of this. <laughs> Maybe our partner asks us, asks us, you know, what we want for dinner and we're like, I don't know. But then they start naming ideas and we're like, well, definitely not that, but something else. <laughs> um, it can be small things like that, but it could also be really big things. It could be like, what it, what's my life purpose? Should I move? Should I get a new job? Should I continue dating this person? I don't know. We really get stuck in analysis paralysis. And as many great leaders have said, if you're in your head, you're dead. Meaning if you just stay stuck in overthinking and going over all the details and struggling to just take action, you're like a dead fish in the water. You're not going anywhere. And what do you think is going to happen, you know, from staying in one spot? So when we really focus on cultivating our intuition, we start to have really clear yeses and nos in our life. So if someone said to us, Do you want to go to this restaurant? It would be a no-brainer. Yes, that's definitely in alignment. No, that's definitely not. If a person asked us out on a second date, we would very clearly know, yes, I definitely see potential in you or absolutely not. That would totally be a pity date. No, thank you. In any instance in your life, your yes will start to feel really powerful and sacred because it will immediately swell in your gut. When someone asks you a question, you will immediately know the answer. You will immediately know your truth. And it all grows from that. So tell me, raise your hand. (laughs) Maybe not if you're driving, but tell me, do you want to feel clarity in what a yes is for you? And do you also want to know what a no is? so that you can really honor your own path. I'm sure you're shaking your head, nodding, snapping your fingers, clapping something right now, because that's what you want. 
Okay, so here's three things that I want you to focus on to cultivate your intuition so that yeses feel innate. You don't have to think about it. You don't get hung up on the details. You don't, you know, honor that gut feeling only then to pick it apart in your brain and say like, well, but here's 94 reasons why I can't do this. You'll stay in your yes and you'll take action from that. So number one, really powerful to get clear in this moment that you are indeed ready to trust your intuition. You want to live a life where you make choices that feel right versus just make sense. So you're really making an active decision, really declaring it, or maybe even affirming with a genuine affirmation that I'm ready to trust my intuition. I am ready to make choices from a place of my gut versus logic or what I think I should do. I choose to trust my intuition even when it's uncomfortable and even when it feels really scary and messy and weird. <laughs> because I guarantee you there will be times intuition will surprise you. Like say, you know, it tells you to go on a plane to Costa Rica. <laughs> You're like, but why? <laughs> There's no reason, just go. And then afterwards, ah, the gratitude, the appreciation for taking that leap. So right now, or right after this podcast, I'd encourage you to say out loud some sort of an affirmation. I am ready to live life from my intuition. I am ready to make choices that feel good. I am ready to honor my intuition even when it scares me. Some sort of declaration to really set yourself on this path. That's really as simple as it gets to be. Secondly, start to tap into your cycle. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, maybe you're, again, OG, you're really into your cycle, you track it, maybe you've joined me in Period Reboot, so you're obsessed, <laughs> or maybe you're like, I kind of sort of track on an app, but I just, I don't really know, I don't, this is all kind of new for me. Either way, that's great. Your cycle, though, is what opens up intuition even more. Your intuition is housed in your womb. And so by connecting to your menstrual cycle, your ovulation, your patterns you experience throughout the month, you unlock your intuition. There's a funny phenomena that happens uh, with private clients of mine and also period reboot students. People usually come into those programs because they want a physical thing, right? They want to have more energy, they don't want PMS, they want to feel better, they have acne, you know, there's some sort of real physical reason why they seek my expert help. But by the end of it, <laughs> that stuff is so on the back burner, by the end of it, these women have transformations that are beyond any physical symptom. They now embody something far, far, far more spectacular. They are completely in alignment with their intuition. They feel like they know who they are. They feel empowered. They have boundaries. They know what's right for them and what is not. It's like these women crack open and really embody their truest self. And I feel like that's something you just can't put on a sales page. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't put, when you join Period Reboot, yeah, your cycle will be nice. And yeah, your hormones will balance out. And yeah, you're going to feel great. But like also you're gonna come home to who you actually are, right? Like if you're, if you're not in it, that just sounds totally out there. But those of you that maybe are listening that have been clients or that have been students in Period Reboot, I know you're shaking your head saying, yup, that's me. <laughs> and it's amazing, it's just amazing. 
So all that to say, tap into your cycle. Maybe you just start with physically tracking your cycle. Maybe you start to switch to something like a menstrual cup or period panties or something that help you connect to your body a little bit more. That is where you start to unlock these deeper layers that really can't be put into words until you've experienced it. Third, follow the breadcrumbs. Follow the breadcrumbs. Let yourself soften out of the rigidity that things need to make sense and there has to be a plan and there's gotta be a formula to get from A to B and instead trust the nudges. Take a different route home when you feel inspired to. Call that person that's been on your mind lately. Have you been thinking about an old friend or someone that used to be really close to you? Maybe just give them a call, stop ignoring it. I can actually say, as another small tangent, years ago, I was very close with this man who we were good friends. Um, he wanted to date at the time and I did not. I just come out of a really bad relationship. And so our alignment in that sense was very off. And so we really grew apart because he felt rejected. And I was like, yo, I am healing. <laughs> I'm in a really bad place right now. I've just come out of, you know, courtrooms and stuff with this person that assaulted me. It was really, really traumatic. And so we really grew apart. And this was probably four years ago. I thought about him a lot for a few months and I didn't know why. And I didn't listen to my intuition. I did not reach out to him because things had ended so sour between us. And a few weeks later, I found out that he had died by suicide. And it was very, very heartbreaking for me to realize that I was indeed getting those little nudges to reach out to him and I didn't. And, uh, Anyway, there, talk about years of guilt and shame and all of those things that have come from that. I've never even talked about this in a public format. But all that to say, if you are feeling those nudges and they feel right to trust, reach out to those people. Um, take a program you've been daydreaming over. If you feel like every time a program is announced and you're like, oh, it sounds amazing, everything in me wants it, and then you're quickly like, but money stories, but how do I have time? But that's selfish of me. Again, you're overthinking the whole process of this, and by overthinking it, you're continuing to block your own intuition. So if you're complaining that you don't have an intuitive connection, but you forever bulldoze over it, we can see how this is like chicken or egg, literally. Like, at some point, something's gotta give. Um, if there's a mentor or a person that you follow online that you're so magnetized to that you would do anything to be in their bubble, contact them, reach out to them, make that connection. So when we stop living out of the reality of, but does this make sense? And is this weird? And what will people think? Then we allow incredible things to materialize for us. So get out of the mentality that it has to make sense. Things have to be planned out and very formulaic and instead come back into your feminine flow which is to trust, which is to be intuitive, which is to just dance through this life. How beautiful is that? An invitation to just soften. Soften right now where you are. Drop your shoulders, drop your chest, relax your hands, soften and let it go. I'm so excited to hear how this feels for you as you come back to your intuition, as you come back into your yes, and knowing what is right for you and what is not. 
And if these things about period reboot have been speaking to you, if it has been calling to you, if you are like, I would do anything to be in that little, you know, section of the internet, then go to the link in the show notes. Make sure you're signed up for that free workshop so that I can give you all sorts of epic bonuses and tools and wisdom. And if you just want to hang out with me for an hour and have so much fun, you want to be there. So let me know if this episode has really resonated with you. You can tag me on Instagram at Menstruation Queen, and then I will see all of you on June 13th for this live workshop. Remember, you do have to be registered to get access. There's only a thousand spots, and I'm sure by the time this is published, there's, I don't know, maybe like 500 left. I don't know. (laughs) They do go fast. So thank you so much for being here, friend. Trust your intuition always, and I will talk to you soon. 